Okay. Hi, I'm Alexa, and you're listening to the Socially Business Podcast. Amazing, and yeah, thank you, Alexa, for coming to uh, coming to speak to me. It's uh, it's good to have you on. Um, for people who don't know, tell us uh, a little bit about what kind of content you create online. So I, I guess I create two types of content. I do influencing, which is obviously more um, fashion lifestyle sort of content, and I also create content for my business, which is um, social media management and sort of marketing. So I create a lot of content to do with um, social media tips and tricks and stuff like that. Amazing. Yeah. And um, I, I say this to everyone, but I spend far too much time on TikTok at the minute. So that's where I found you originally. Um, 12,000 followers, which by no means of imagination is a small amount of people. How how long has it taken you to build a following of that amount? Uh, we, on, my, on my TikTok? Yeah. Uh, it took me a month, actually. Okay. Uh, yeah, I actually started in January. I've been doing my business for about seven months now, but I actually just started the TikTok um, recently in January the 1st, actually. And yeah, I grew um, to 12,000. I, well, I guess now it's two months. So yeah, two months. Two months. That's really impressive because most people who preach about stuff online will say, you know, you're in it for the long haul. You're mm-hmm. going to put content up and no one will see it. When, yeah. at, at what point within those two months did it start to kind of take off a bit? It was actually, it actually took off in the start. So when I got 10K, it was, I got 10K, literally, it was exactly a month. So 1st of February, I, I hit 10K. Um, and I, from now, obviously, I've got like 2,000 from the month. Um, so it kind of, it kind of went really well from the beginning. But that is a reason why I love TikTok and want to introduce it to small businesses so much is because it, it has the potential to do that to your business. Yeah. What, what kind of content do you create from a um, from an influencer point of view? So I tend to work with a lot of brands that are sort of in the makeup, beauty, lifestyle industry. So I go out and take um, like pictures and clothes and stuff. Um, I tend to keep my aesthetic quite clean. So behind like um, in front of like white walls, garage doors, stuff like that. Uh, but that's typically just like fashion makeup. I kind of try to keep that like more uh my hobby um in a sense I don't really put like my life on there I, I put the pictures on there that that I work with brands for um and I also do TikTok for influencing as well and that's just more like fun dances trends keeping on trends stuff like that yeah no and I think you know that's that's a really good point that you you're splitting the two up okay so talk 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 more about your influencer sign then is that on YouTube so I do influencing. I I do have a YouTube, but I don't really plug it. Like it's okay. not. It's it's like kind of every th- great thing that happens in my life, I'll go and vlog it. Like when I get a house, I vlog it. When I got a car, I vlogged it. Like all that stuff. Um, but I have thirty three thousand k, thirty three thousand sorry, uh, followers on my TikTok on influencing. But like I just said, that that kind of just turned into a hobby. Uh, that's the reason why I started my business because I kind of wanted to do more of like the helping the businesses side of things and like I really knew my stuff so that's why I kind of started my business um but like I was kind of like a case study for my own business to show clients and potential customers and stuff like why to work with me because I know my stuff perfect so have you been a marketer yourself or understanding marketing yourself and like you've just said you were your own case study what kind of um you know marketing tactics did you use to grow both your influencer side and, and your business side I was just on every single social media that I could be and I was really active as possible. My TikTok really helped my Instagram. Everything really took off for me in the first lockdown. 
um, which was basically when TikTok became this huge craze. Um, and I just got on it and started creating content that I loved in like a different style. And I am very confident. So I enjoy standing in front of the camera and making videos and stuff. Um, and I'm quite, uh, what's the word? I, I don't have a problem with like creating video ideas and stuff. I can come up with things quite quickly. So I just kind of got on TikTok. And as soon as I did that, um, that kind of just opened a huge you new know, like path for me. Yeah, that's amazing. No, congratulations. That, that's that's really good work. You spoke about um, confidence just then. You say you're a really confident person. For someone who's more introverted, and this might be hard to answer if you're not an introverted person, but what would your advice be for people that sit there and think, you know, I really want to speak about something, but I'm, I'm too shy to sit in front of a camera and talk about it? Totally. I think the main problem is, especially for TikTok, like people say, I can't be on TikTok because I don't want to stand in front of the camera and dance or speak. And I totally get that. Um, I coach people for TikTok one to one. and Some people come to me saying, like, I'm really nervous and I don't know what to do. And um, I just literally just say, like, just 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 make loads of videos that you have no intention of posting. Um, and you'll get to a point where you'll feel more confident and you feel like oh that's actually a really good video I'll post that and I just say like just keep trying and trying you don't have to post anything until you're comfortable with it um but I think it's just like it's that thing of like practice makes perfect and you just have to get used to it because like, it's kind of an unnatural thing for some people standing in front of a camera and speaking mm-hmm. but it gets more the more times you do it okay no that's really good advice thank you I, yeah if you, if you could touch on how you think TikTok would enhance a business or make a business make more money than that period yeah definitely I mean the, going back to when I said that there's like 600 more than 600 million active monthly users on TikTok people shove aside TikTok when they're a little bit older because they think it's full of kids that just want to watch dancing but it's not and mm-hmm. um, it's the best way to market I mean I, I never use Facebook ads I used it once and I my first video on TikTok got way more traction than a week of Facebook ads. Um, you know, TikTok doesn't cost anything. And I think it's one of those things, I think every small business and every home-based business as well, especially like in this time, should just try everything. It's not going to have a detrimental bad effect on your business if you try TikTok. It's, you know, if, if anything, it'll either do nothing or your business will go up. Um, so I think just like, totally just try it out and just see where you end up yeah no that's really good um so people always want to know about monetization you know it's one of the reasons why people will start to put content online in the first place because they can see someone that they aspire to be and they can see that they're you know buying new cars buying houses doing everything they've ever dreamed of how does how does content make money for you so um on the influencer side uh i wasn't getting until I maybe got to like 7,000 followers but a huge piece of advice to any like small influencer I'd get is if your content is good enough and your engagement is high and really active you can charge if you have 3,000 plus it you know micro influencers are really coming into trend now because small businesses are using them more than ever and actually micro influencers have a huge advantage on bigger influencers because you can trust a micro influencer's opinion more on a big influencer who is, you know, you see on their stories, you know, Love Island stars, you see that they are promoting absolutely anything and everything. And we're sat there and we're watching it and thinking those weight loss teas don't work. We've all tried them and they don't work, you know. And I think the word influencer is really like thrown around these days. There's influencers and then there's people that will literally take anything for gifted and anything for money. 
So those people are not influencers. The people that are influencers are the ones that are actually giving advice. That's any kind of advice I would give to a small influencer. But I would say like the ways that I would make money on my um, platforms would just be to create the best content possible, really connect with brands and work, like build a partnership because they'll come back. Um, I Instagram was my main source of income for about three years. Um, and I, I've not got a huge amount of followers on my personal Instagram. I've got like 14,000, I think, but I made a living out of it. And it was from the pitch that I had, the, the way I was contacting people, the content I was, you know, posting, being so active, being not one of those influencers that takes everything that they get, just, you know, chooses the things that they want to promote. <clears throat> no, that's really good advice. We had, um, a guy called Doug Cunnington on and he uh, is a blogger and works on niche websites. Um, and he said that he worked with a, a brand recently that wanted to control the way he sent his emails. And he said that that was a complete no go. Yeah. So it, you know, it's really yeah. important, like he said, to realize that if you're, you know, brands will take as much as they can get from you if, if they're paying you to do something. But at the same time, you have to realize, like you said, that you are the influence. You're the reason why they're spending their money. Don't right. let them walk all over you and, you know, do as much as you can and as yeah. much as you're willing to do. Yeah, um, totally. So, you you know, you've started building a really big influence. You are, as you say, two months into your TikTok journey. What's what's next for you? Um, so what's next for me? So I actually got a great response from small businesses on my TikTok, but also influencers. And it might sound a bit silly that I didn't think about this, but I didn't really think about going down the influencer line of maybe mentoring doing workshops and stuff but maybe like half of my audience has turned out to be people who would kind of quite like to know about that uh, not from like a uh, not from someone who's been an influencer and done that but sort of from like a social media expert's point of view um and I'm coming out with an ebook for influencers sort of like a guide and then there's going to be a section on my website for influencers as well that hopefully leads to me coaching people a bit more privately mm-hmm. uh, and I'm so just uh, launched my workshops, which is TikTok for business, but for beginners. So for people who literally, like you said, don't have a clue about TikTok and don't even know how to create an account, we create an account to book up content ideas, how the algorithm works and all that good stuff. Yeah, no, that's really good. And, and good luck with that. Um, um, so being a social media manager at the minute has become quite popular online. If you ask people what they do, Lots of people say they're a you know they're they're a social media manager. For for people that are looking to get into it, what kind of advice would you give for people you know at the very start? Um, really, really like research and just get to know your stuff. Basically, um, like don't don't um undersell yourself. If you really know your stuff and you really know what you're doing and you know that you can deliver great results to clients then don't go in charging £200 a month, £300 a month. You know, you can't create a living out of charging a client £300 a month. Um, I had a load of experience working with brands on a free basis before I set up my business because I wanted to be able to show uh, paying clients and paying customers what they were going to get. So I would say build up some experience as much as you can. And then once you've done that, um, then, then just make sure, you know, as a social media manager, your content and your socials have to be 
on top you have to be on tiktok you have to be on instagram or you have to be on facebook or twitter one of those and you should definitely create a linkedin one and connect with loads of people also another tip i'd do is do loads of online networking because that really really works for me okay no that's very good advice thank you um so does does constantly being on social media ever affect you mentally uh yes it does because you know when it's sort of that thing when your parents used to tell you to get off your phone as a child and you kind of feel like you're you're on your phone a bit too much sometimes yes it's a hard job in the sense of I literally go every single day on my phone and I'm on my phone and my laptop constantly um yeah I think it it does have um a bit of a an effect on your mental health and especially during covid with us being stuck inside it's it's quite a lot but i think you just have to deal with it if you want to be have a career on social media and be a social media manager managing six to seven clients a month training people researching you have to actually love social media you have must have to have a passion for it so i'd say yes sometimes it does get to me but then i remember that i absolutely love my job and i wouldn't i wouldn't want to do anything else with my life yeah no, that's really good. We had, uh, as I say, we had uh, Stephen on recently um, and he said that he, one of his videos absolutely blew up one evening, got to 3 million views, which is insane. He said yeah. he woke up the next morning and it was at 3.1 and he said he felt really gutted at the fact that it only gained 100,000 views. And he said, I kind of had to grab myself and think, you know, I would have had to have paid hundreds and hundreds of, he works in dollars, but hundreds and hundreds of dollars to get 100,000 views on a video and I've gained it overnight. So yeah, yeah it, 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 it can really wrap you up in the numbers, whether you're looking at one or two views or you're looking at one or two million views, it's the point where you need yeah. to distance yourself from that, I guess. Yeah. Um, obviously you work as a social media manager. How mm-hmm. much work goes on behind the scenes to keep that running? Uh, <laughs> loads I want a social media manager I you know being a social media manager you have to you have to like I said you have to keep on top of everything you know people are expecting content from you all the time you need you know I have clients that I need to schedule content for you know months full of content I have clients I need to uh you know be on their instagrams or or insta you know facebook's or tiktok and you know engaging with people and behind the scenes when I actually work with clients I'm not off my phone nine to five all week I've always got something to do and I sell packages on my website and I've got to make sure that my website's to a good standard so it looks professional I've got to go out and get my clients so whether that's by networking or um, you know referring I've got to be bringing out new sort of events or packages all the time I need to create something that will create me passive income just in case you know I don't get a client one month or there's so much that goes on behind the scenes. It's a lot of hard work. And I think being a freelance social media manager is, is harder than being obviously with an agency, although it's just, you know, it's just as great being with an agency. But with the difference from being with an agency and working freelance is that you have to do everything yourself and that no one can manage your time. You know, I have meetings all the time. I've got to make sure that I'm organized. I don't miss any because if I miss one, then that's a potential client gone um it you know you're you're you are responsible for for making money that month so you have to be on top of things I'm the well I was the most unorganized person ever 
and I got Google calendars and I have to write everything down. I've got about seven books around me now and like one of them's just for meetings because I'm just I need to keep on top of things. It definitely takes a while, but once you get the gist of it and get going, it's fine. Yeah. No, that it's um it's a point, isn't it? Because as I say, I spoke to I've spoken to a few people now and small business TikTok especially is is a lovely place to see people, you know, growing their brands and, and building to a point where they're, you know, making good money from it. But I guess I want to kind of ask you what happens when a business gets to a point where they've blown up and it completely goes over the proportions of what they're able to do. So like you said, you're now looking for a, a social media manager. How should people kind of, you know, grasp the fact that their business is growing and they need to get more people in or, or what, what kind of advice could you give that to people that are getting to the point where it's, it's getting too much for them on their own? Well, I would say, um, the thing about TikTok is it's great it's great if you have like an instant sales or like you have a huge amount of um website traffic that day and that's great but what I would say is that don't rush to go out and get um you know don't rush if you've got loads of money from uh, like I don't know if you've got three million followers uh three million uh likes or views and then they all go and buy a product keep that money and spend it on whether that's a social media manager or some tools that you can use online to like schedule content just make sure that you're keeping it on top of all your socials like marketing it that tiktok's marketing instagram's marketing marketing has to be on all the time marketing should never turn off your brand should be marketing constantly whether that's tiktok instagram facebook ads whatever it is so i would say use it wisely and then you know get get I'd say get involved with the social media manager or um you know invest in something like that and just make sure you're keeping on top of it so that you can actually keep up your you you're giving your time to someone else so that you can spend your time on creating the products or creating more or you know putting effort into the packaging or anything like that yeah invest it back into your business don't yeah. spend it on a new car put it that totally, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. no that's really good advice um I think you've answered all of the questions that I have written down. Um, if if people are looking to, you know, f- find you for any advice or for anything that you do, where where can they find you? Instagram or TikTok. Uh, my username is just social by Alexa on every single one. Um, and I'm even on LinkedIn as Alexa Wilkinson. So you can just contact me on any of those platforms. Perfect. And we'll make sure that we, um, you know, if you're listening to this on as a podcast, it will be in the show notes. If you're watching this as a snippet on YouTube, it will be in the description. Um, and make sure you go in there and check out Alexa's work. It's good stuff. So, yeah, thank you so much, uh, Alexa. It's been it's been really good to speak to you. Um, and I hope everything keeps going well. Um, and hopefully we can get a chance to speak to you again soon. Thank you. Yes.